Hello and welcome into another episode on the Lubumba Pastors Blog. I'm Masumba Jonathan. Before we, we begin today's study, I wanted to give some general information out about the Lubumba Pastors broadcast. I have heard from several Ugandan friends that they are still struggling to access the Spotify podcasts. So for my WhatsApp participants, I'm going to be sending the audios as MP3 files, and they should come across with a title attached to the file so you can see what it is. If you're already following the Spotify podcast without any issue, this shouldn't affect you. I will continue to upload the lessons each time I record them. Now, today's study, which is entitled John 21, The Conclusion. John wraps up his gospel witness with these two verses. In John 21, verse 24 and 25, we read this. This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things and who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Several years ago in America, a conservative Jewish political writer and radio host invited a prominent evangelical leader to do an interview on his show. Much of the discussion centered on areas where the two men agreed about issues in American culture. But near the end of the program, the Jewish man asked the believer to describe for the audience where the two of them would disagree about things. The Christian very meekly and kindly replied that in any conversation they had, he would always be bringing the Jewish man back to a response to the life of Jesus. What do you do with Jesus? God holds the whole world accountable to this question. Paul preached this to the Athenians. In Acts 17, verse 30 and 31, we read, The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed the day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Jesus declared that all authority in heaven and earth is his. In Matthew 28, 18, we read, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. We will all be judged on how we respond to Jesus. There is no middle ground. You either receive him as the Son of God, or you reject him and his authority over your life. Many have tried to create middle ground, but there is none. I've listened to atheists who live in denial, saying that there is no historical evidence that such a person as Jesus ever even existed. This is flatly untrue, but demonstrates the lengths people will go to to justify their unbelief. There are those who say Jesus was a good man and a teacher of good things, but they stop there. John's witness has been about what all throughout our study of this gospel. The very first verse testified to the identity of Jesus. In John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We've studied John's testimony. 
We've seen him submit evidence upon evidence that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. He fulfilled what was predicted of God's anointed servant. He bore our diseases. He took away our transgressions. The punishment that brought us peace was laid upon him. He gave us the true bread from heaven. He supplied light, which lit up the world. He taught us how to know God truly. He revealed how we all fall short of God's glory and made provision so we could be forgiven for our sins. The Holy Spirit bore witness to his identity, healing the lame, sick, demon-possessed, and blind. As the blind man back in chapter 9 testified to the Jewish leaders in verses 32 and 33 of that chapter, never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. This is the central theme of John's Gospel. He has been proving to us that Jesus is the Son of God. The blind man could see what the leaders could not because of their unbelief. Everything about Jesus testified to his identity. This is the conclusion John has been leading us to, which we looked at in John chapter 20, where we read verse 30 and 31. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. This testimony is written that you might know Jesus and have eternal life in him. In the very last verse, John makes an interesting comment. He says that all the books of the world could not contain all the things Jesus did. We might ask why God limited the gospel records to the details he included then. The answer is that if you have not received this testimony, more testimony will not change your mind. It will only add to your condemnation when you meet Jesus as your judge. Jesus explained that the greater the revelation given to a person, the greater responsibility that person has to respond to God. In Matthew chapter 11, from verse 21 to 24, we read, Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You will be brought down to Aves. For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you that it will be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom than for you. Do not miss what an interesting statement this is. The people of Tyre and Sidon practiced child sacrifice and human trafficking on an immense scale. They were wholeheartedly given to greed and the pursuit of riches through trade. We read how vile the people of Sodom were in the account of Genesis 19, when God sent his angels to rescue Lot and his family before he destroyed that city. The men there were completely enslaved to their lustful desire. 
The Jews that Jesus ministered among, on the other hand, would have been generally good people, in man's opinion. They mostly attended the synagogue on the Sabbath. They generally kept the Ten Commandments. They gave lip service and external acts of worship to Jehovah. And yet, because they failed to believe in God's Son when he appeared, God declared that their torment in hell will be worse than those wicked places. Why is that? Because they heard the truth and didn't respond in obedient faith to it. Jesus said this in another place. This is from Luke 12, verses 47 and 48. And that servant who knew his master's will, but did not get ready or act according to his will, will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating will receive a light beating. Everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. You know, if you've grown up in a Christian culture and heard God's word in your school, in Sunday school, in your church, in your home, in your community, and on your radio, and on your TV, etc., God will punish you more severely for your rejection of him than the Muslim terrorist who blows himself up to kill people in the name of what he believes. Why? Why will your judgment be worse? Because you knew more truth, and yet you didn't respond. God's testimony is finished. Jesus has dealt with our sin. He has made the way for every sinner to approach God and receive God's righteousness. John also received the book of Revelation, and Jesus makes this interesting statement as he is concluding that book. In Revelation chapter 22, from verse 11 to 14, we read, Let the evildoer still do evil, and the filthy still be filthy, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me, to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, so that they may have the right to the tree of life, and that they may enter the city by the gates. Are you ready for Jesus' appearing? As the old songwriter says, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? God bless you all.